Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to Spiritual AF, a manifestation podcast for success-driven humans. My name is Johnny Maria Gresta, and I am completely obsessed with helping you live a wildly fulfilling life where you are thriving in every way possible. I have helped thousands of humans get happier, healthier, and wealthier over the past 14 years, and now it's time for your own transformation. Let's get into today's episode. Good morning, beautiful humans, and happy Wednesday or whatever day you are listening to this. If you are new to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you are seasoned and have been here for a long time, oh my goodness, thank you so, so, so much. Today we are talking about how to go from overworking yourself to flow. <clears throat> now that state of flow seems like this like magical state. <laughs> it seems like where I don't have to do anything and everything just comes to me because the universe has my back. Now, I work with a lot of high achievers and people who just have a tendency to overwork themselves and really attach their identity to their success. I do that because that used to be me and it has been one of the most freeing things to be able to release that and change my way of being to actually be in flow. Now, this doesn't mean that I don't work. This doesn't mean that my clients don't work. This doesn't mean that we don't put in the energy every single day to actually show up and do the things that we are meant to do on this earth. But I think that's the biggest key. It's the, I'm doing the things that I am wholeheartedly meant to do on this earth. So that can be in your purpose, that can be in terms of taking care of yourself emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually even. It's about what you prioritize. And if you come from somebody who's been like an overachiever, overstressor, overworrier, overworker, you likely used to or do just prioritize the physical world. It's like, let's just push. Let's just get some more shit done. Let's stay busy. We're prioritizing busyness kind of just because we didn't know that there was any other way of living. Obviously, if we knew, we would have fucking chosen a different way, but that's where we're here, right? Now we get to choose. Now we get to consciously choose <clears throat> a different way of being. So we know that it's not just like, I'm not going to do anything and the universe is going to give me everything. That's that's not going to make us a match for what we desire, you know? It's like the version of you who has the car, has the business, has the things, they're still showing up. The version of you who has the abs or has the really small waist and the really lean arms, they're still showing up for their health, right? And I think that's the key. That's what we have to look at. What would the version of you who already has the thing be doing, thinking, saying, acting, feeling right now, right? That's embodiment. That's really becoming a match for what it is that you desire. So when we think of the flow state, well, what do you think of? You know, I'll give you a few seconds to really tap into that, even if you've never been into that, you know, been in a state where things were just flowing. But what does it feel like to you? What would it feel like to you? In this moment, wherever you're driving or wherever you're walking, what would it feel like? 
right? Boom. Okay. You're already fucking tapped into it. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> you're already there. <laughs> right. And so it's like, we have access to it at every single moment, but what are we prioritizing? And that has to come to the question of what is my intention behind my actions? Am I doing this podcast because I think I need to sell something? Am I doing this walk because I think you know, my body's not good enough? Am I doing this because I think I just need to prove myself and overwork myself, right? And that's just where intentionality comes in. Intentionality and flow to me are, I don't want to say synonymous because they're not, but they definitely go hand in hand. You cannot be in a flow state of receiving and a flow state of everything working out and a flow state of just the universal like goodness. That's what I believe a flow state really is for me. It's like, I'm in a state of just goodness in all areas of my life. A state of goodness, a state of happiness, a state of groundedness. Notice how I didn't say perfectness. <laughs> you know, we have a false notion that when we're in flow, everything's going to be perfect. You know, like it, this vision is so far out for me that the version of me who has the body is perfect in some way. Or the version of me who has all the money never worries they're perfect in some way. And that's just wrong. We have to remove that concept. That's actually something I taught on in Life on Fire yesterday. That's my signature manifestation course. We are currently enrolling for it. So go and check it out. Come on in if you're feeling called and you're ready. JohnnyAngressive.com slash Life on Fire, capital L. But that's something I talked about yesterday because when we hold that version of us who has the things, who's in that flowy, receiving goodness state to, on such like a high pedestal, then we start like diminishing who we are and where we are now. And that's not feeling very flowy. That's not the energy that we need to fucking be in. So when it comes to going from an overworking state, an overachieving state to a flowy state, yes, we're still achieving. Yes, we still have the goals. Yes, we fucking still make it happen. But it just simply isn't a pushing. So how do we do that? Number one, we stop prioritizing the physical world. We start prioritizing our own energy. Yes, we have the goals. Yes, we show up for them. Yes, we are intentional with them. But we start prioritizing our own energy. Now, I don't teach based off of human design because that's not how I achieved everything that I did in my life. And that's not how I um, manifested. I didn't even know what the fuck human design was the first year when I tapped into manifestation and literally overhauled every single area of my life, my finances, my business, just my relationship, my body, my my relationship with food, just my friends, everything. I had no clue about it. So I don't teach it because I don't think it's a requirement to manifest what you desire. Other people included in their courses and stuff like that. I personally, I know that I'm a projector and I know what that really entails, but I've never really just put a lot of energy into that because you can tell what feels fucking good for you. A lot of times human design just gives us the permission for things that we already knew to be true, you know, so I don't feel like I need to spend much time when I can just jump to the what is already true, <laughs> what is already true for me type way of thinking, you know, but do whatever feels good for you. And it's about trusting yourself. Being in that flow state is about trusting your fucking self, trusting yourself to show up and know that it's enough, right? It's a culmination of all of these things. If I had like a a Venn diagram, it would be like a flow state in the middle and then it would be like spiritual, emotional, physical health. It would be being intentional with your actions. 
it would be being clear on your desires, connecting to the universe, right? Connecting to yourself spiritually, being intentional, all of those beautiful things. It's it's everything that I teach and it's everything I teach in my course. It's everything that I blab about on here for fucking 270 something episodes. I think we're on, is it 270? Something like that. Like it's just, it's everything. And it's everything that makes you a fucking happy human, an intentional human and a human that's like, I'm going after it, but I feel so good. You know when you fall out of the flow state, so clock it. You know, you fall out of the flow state when you stop being grateful for things. You flow out of the, you flow out of the flow state. Wow. <laughs> no wonder that's hard to fucking say. You flow out of the, oh, I guess you fall out of the flow state. Okay, let's use that. You fall out of the flow state. That's easier. You fall out of the flow state when you're not grateful. You fall out of the flow state when you stop taking care of yourself. You fall out of the flow state when you stop taking action in alignment, when you're just pushing and doing the things because you think you need to. It's like if you're an entrepreneur and you've ever like posted content because you thought you needed to and then like no wonder why it didn't fucking sell. No wonder why it didn't hit home. No wonder why it didn't do quote unquote well. Well, you didn't actually want to do it. And why would you doing something that you didn't want to do result in an action that you want? It doesn't make any sense. So it doesn't mean you don't post the content. It just means you wait until you have something important to say. You wait until you feel so fucking lit up about the things that you're putting out into the world. And then you write it from that place of, oh my goodness, this is fucking epic. Somebody needs to hear this. My ideal client needs to hear this right? It's like, I didn't know if I was going to, and I'll give you guys an example of my day today, because I'm in a state of big flowiness, but also very big intentionality with my course. And I'm recording a lot for life on fire. It's four modules. I am currently entering module four. I do have a few healing meditations and guided um, work to record for module three that I will go back to when I feel ready. But that's a beautiful example. It's like, nobody's on module three anyway. So everybody's still on module one who's in the course. But that's a beautiful example of like giving yourself the space to be in that creative freedom while also having structure around it, you know. Um, But that's what being in the flow state really is. It's knowing what you're getting done and then doing it, but knowing it's enough and not overworking yourself. Yesterday, oh, I have some mantras for you guys. Hold on, wait. Okay, I think you guys can still hear me. Yesterday, I am going to a different tab. My phone, for some reason, is not working, so I don't know. But I have some mantras for you guys based off of my post yesterday because I was, I had like the things that I was going to get done in my business, and I had the ways that I was going to work out throughout the day, and I had my whole day like basically planned. I like planning my hours of my day. It makes me feel really just successful at the end of the day. I don't like stick to it to a T, but. I finished the three or four things that I was getting done in my business. I recorded a few podcasts for you guys. I sent out an email. I um, recorded for my course. I supported my clients. I created content. I followed up with all of that. And then I don't I don't think I did anything else. But anyway, um, I remember it was like 4 p.m., which was basically when I had decided that I was basically going to be done. I was right on time. And I was like, oh, I still have energy oh, I still have energy. I should kind of do something. I should force myself to do something. Maybe I should record more for the course. And y'all, I've done so much work on myself to not be that like overworker. Like I'm going to work till I'm, you know, completely burned out because being in an energy of being burned out. One of the mantras I gave you guys in the reel yesterday based off of this experience was, um, bitch, there's a reason why you did all your healing work. You know what happens (laughs) when you burn yourself out. (laughs) 
And it's just like my, I, I just have to remind myself that, hey, you don't always have to do more. More does not equal more. You know, let me see the other ones. Hold on. It's still recording, so I hope that you can hear me as I go to a different tab. Um, okay, now it has to fucking load. Okay, I don't remember what they were. I'm not going to do that to you guys because I don't have to watch a 90-second reel. But go and watch the reel. It's super fucking useful. But another mantra that I use is my only job is to thrive. I've said this time and time again. My only job is to thrive. Everything else will follow. Because again, when you are working from an energy of burnout, it will not work. You will be pushing and you will be grinding and sure, it might work a little bit, but you are completely wholeheartedly blocking the goodness that the universe has for you when you are pouring and trying to act from an empty fucking cup. So you have to rewire your brain to know and to believe and find evidence and wholeheartedly embody the fact that as you thrive, as you fill your own cup up as you so deeply just serve yourself emotionally, spiritually, physically, sexually, fucking everything. Everything you desire will follow. That means the actions you take actually become magnetic. You know, the first year when I started practicing manifestation, I didn't know that that's what it was called. I had heard the word a little bit. I was reading some Gabby Bernstein I was reading Super Attractor at the time. That was one of the first books that I read, as well as some Jen Sincero books. It was like the first books that I ever read since like high school. Um, <laughs> I had a huge aversion to reading after high school and college. I was like, fuck that shit. I guess maybe college I read a book or two. Um, that wasn't a textbook, you know. But anyway, I started reading about it. And then I just, I went through this massive awakening of like, oh, wait, all of my thoughts do create my reality. Oh, shit look at all the ways of being that are really fucking fucking with my ability to be a massively successful entrepreneur. And so I just started to prioritize what made me thrive. I don't know where I got this concept from. I don't know where it downloaded from, where I heard it. I couldn't fucking tell you, but it landed so deeply within me. And every day I wrote down as I help the world thrive, as I help the world get healthier and happier, as I share my knowledge and passion, the money that I desire will flow. And so every day I made a thrive list. I really just started prioritizing me because I was coming from a place of massive burnout as a personal trainer. I was coming from a place of massive burnout of like training clients before my RD um, work. I was working at a nursing home at one point and then I would train clients afterwards and then I would work at some point in the middle and then I was like never eating like a good hot meal because I was always just like pushing, 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 running to the next thing, running to the next thing, because that's what you had to do. Because obviously the amount of money you made (laughs) as those two jobs was just nowhere near enough is what I needed. And so I was just like, I got to do more. I got to do more. But once I started prioritizing what made me thrive, I realized how, I realized a bunch of things, but I realized number one, how just beneficial my energy was to the world and how just necessary it was for me to value my energy. And, you know, I don't feel like the world values us very much. Like They don't teach you to value yourself. They teach you to get the degree and the degree is valuable. And once you have the degree, then you will be valuable. But then you're at the mercy of whatever the pay grades are, you know, 
which kind of fucking sucks. <laughs> and it was a life that I knew I was not fucking meant for. I was like, I'm not any job that paid me over six figures, which again, is still not enough for me to live the lifestyle that I do, let alone the lifestyle that I'm manifesting. And so when I would look at jobs, I'm like, oh, okay, this one is making like, you know, six figures, $110,000. It was like, I had to have like 20 or 30 years of experience or something, something crazy as a dietitian. And I was like, I have to wait 20 or 30 years to like maybe be comfortable with money. Like, fuck that shit. You know, so once you start realizing how valuable your own fucking energy is and how valuable you are to your clients, to the world, to your husband, when you have a fully filled fucking cup and when you are so deeply thriving, oh my goodness, that's when like you can't help but be in a flowier state because flowier means you're just deeply fucking prioritizing yourself. And that's an energy that's fucking magnetic, right? So here are some actual tangible tips. Hold on, let me drink some water for you guys. Well, I guess for myself, but also, yes, for you guys, because if I'm fucking massively dehydrated, because I decided to do a late hot yoga class last night, and I definitely did not drink enough water afterwards, my brain's not going to be working as well, and the flow isn't going to come through me as much. (laughs) That's a good example. It can even be small things like that. You know, small things like eating hot fucking meal. I spent most of my like young adulthood eating out of Tupperwares because I was so obsessed with macro counting and I was so obsessed with like not eating other people's food and I was so obsessed with just getting shit done that I didn't have time to like sit and prepare a meal throughout the week and you know school promotes that fucking I'm working and I'm going to school at the same fucking time and I'm running around like a crazy person you know then you're studying and it's just it starts so fucking young when we're conditioned to disown our own energy and all of us work very differently if you're a projector like me like three hours a day maximum five hours for me is like all i can really do of like strategic action five is even pushing it but when i started building my business and i started working three to five hours a day like four or five i think at that time was five times a week now it's anywhere between it's usually about four times a week where i work three to five hours per day Um, I now take two to three days off, but sometimes during those days I record podcasts. Sometimes during those days I record content. Like it just, it really depends on what I'm feeling that day. I don't really put a pressure on me to work only five hours a day where at one point I really needed that to like contain my overworkingness. But anyway, once I started doing that, I started making so much money a month, so much money. Number one, I was able to charge higher prices because I value my time more. I was like, shit, well, if I need to give to all of these clients, then I need way more time for myself, which means in order to make a lot of money and the money that I need, I need to increase my client prices. Oh, I got to sneeze. Okay, now that's not coming out. That's annoying. So yeah, it's like, we don't just get to raise prices. I mean, you could raise prices as often as you want as an entrepreneur. You could pay a coach as much as you want, but my highest paying coaches and my highest paying clients, it's because they so deeply prioritize themselves. It's because I had to so deeply prioritize myself. In order for myself to create life on fire, it takes so much energy for me to make it so fucking good. In order to support every single client that's coming in and going to come in, I have to give so much energy to that, which means I have to price it accordingly. 
right? And so I could have made the program $100 or $200. Instead, I made it $888. Number one, I like that number. Number two, I've never actually priced anything that amount. So I felt like that would be a fun number to do. And number three, that was a good medium between like, okay, I want it to be on the more affordable side. I don't want it to be a few thousand dollars worth of a program, even though it easily could be. And most manifestation courses are at this point. I like the price point. And then number two, like, how good would it feel for me to get paid $888 per each client coming in, you know, in exchange for the energy that I gave the course, right? And so you, you so much goes into pricing, but when you so value your energy, because you realize that, oh shit, I can't keep pouring from an empty cup, then you're not going to work for $20 an hour. You're not going to work for $50 an hour. You're not even going to work for $100 an hour, Right. And so, yes, you may be starting there. Like I first started working, I don't know, $30 an hour, then it became like $50 an hour, then $80 an hour at one point. And then it was $150 an hour, and then it was $250. And then now, I don't know, somewhere around the $500 hour. I don't really do hourly rates, but if I did, that's what I would charge. You know, and it's grown because my value of myself has grown. And it's grown because I have to pour so much into myself to keep my knowledge <laughs> like kind of like crisp and embodied within my body and also to learn continuously and to grow continuously to maintain my spiritual connection, which allows me to do the work that I'm here to do, right? So when you want to be in that flow state, I know you're looking for some like tangible stuff and yes, I'm going to give that to you in a minute, but you have to prioritize your spiritual connection. You have to prioritize your connection to yourself. You have to prioritize your worth. And that's not like a douchey thing like, oh, I'm worth a lot, so now I'm going to charge $3,000 an hour. Sure, if you genuinely feel that, do it. And maybe there will be a day that you do, or maybe you do now. You know, But when you prioritize your worth for the first time in your life, you're not going to be starting out at $3,000 an hour. You might not even be starting out at $100 an hour, whatever, right? And so just go with what feels the best. Get used to going with what feels the best. Get used to going with what lights you up. Get used to going with what makes you feel like you're thriving. And that's one of the things that I teach in Life on Fire. That's one of the core teachings in my manifestation course. I mean, obviously, it's fucking life-changing. We align everything with what makes you thrive. And that alignment is key. The alignment in your actions is key. The alignment in your feeling is key. The alignment after you do your healing work or while you're doing your healing work is fucking key. Being aligned with your most abundant, happiest, worthy, loving, ooh, grateful, abundant fucking self. That's what we're aligning with. And that's where the flow fucking comes. And that's a natural state of being. I was in a yoga class last night and during Shavasana, she like ended up playing some sort of like guru that was like in the background. I don't know, which I was kind of annoyed. I was like, bitch, I'm fucking in Shavasana. What the hell are you playing words for? But anyway, he was talking about how, you know, he disagreed with the fact that our human, a natural human nature is negativity. And I 100% fucking agreed because I used to be the most negative human and it felt completely unnatural once I became a way more positive human. And he's like, we're basically kind of fucked if that's the fucking way, but I don't believe that to be true. You know, I believe that the positivity, the gratefulness, the happiness, the calmness is our natural way of being. And that's something that when I got to, when I started to get into that flow state, it's because I was embodying my true natural state of being. And that's also something I teach, obviously. And I teach you guys all the time on here. So even if you just did everything on the podcast, your life would fucking change. Ooh, okay, so let's go into some tangible things. For my overworkers looking to flow more, 
Number one, schedule in you time like it's a fucking schedule. Like you're getting paid for it. Act as if you are getting paid for it. That's one of the things that I had to do. I used to have to like schedule in the, my cutoff time every single day because I was just so excited by my business. I was so excited with all of my clients and all that stuff that I could have just kept going. But then I realized how drained I was. So I was just like, cool, 5 p.m. cutoff. There were, I mean, I did stop taking calls at 5 p.m. I stopped taking sales calls at 5 p.m. There were times when like I would hop on sales calls at fucking 8 p.m. because we were both so fucking excited. And I mean, now I don't really do sales calls. If somebody needs to talk to me, I do. Um, but I think most of it can be done through the DMs. But sure, if I need a sales call, I will. But like I would just hop on at any time because I was like, okay, that that's what a good entrepreneur does. Now I'm like, cool, if I pitch when I pitch in my stories, which is usually at least a few times a week, if not every day, you know, sometimes people DM me about it. And right now I have a program going called the Health Leader Circle that you have to actually DM me your application or email me. So of course there's a part of me that's like, oh, I should turn on my notifications or I should be checking my my emails and my DMs before I go to bed or after I make dinner. But I'm like, no, that's my cutoff time. So determine what your cutoff time is and just stay solid to it. Challenge yourself to do that. If you're in a heavy overworking phase, schedule in your your cutoff time and like actually schedule something for you to do. Schedule a class. Schedule, I don't know if you play the piano. I love to play the piano. Schedule time with your partner. Schedule reading time. Schedule like, you know, make a really fancy fucking dinner for yourself. I don't know. Make it a special time for yourself. Make the time off just as special as and just as intentional, intentful, whatever, as the time in which you are working. Because you are going to get paid for that. 100%, especially if you're an entrepreneur. And even if you're not, y'all, if I was prioritizing the fuck out of my own energy, and I realized how goddamn valuable me thriving was and me being actually a happy fucking human and me prioritizing my connection to myself, I would have never worked for $16 an hour as a dietitian or $20 an hour. I would have never worked for other people as an as a personal trainer getting paid fucking a third of what they were getting paid for the sessions that I was selling and I was conducting. Like I would have never done that. I would have found jobs that match. Like you are a match for what you believe you are worth. It sucks to say, but it's true. And when I was getting paid 16 bucks an hour, when I was struggling to get paid $55 an hour from some clients as a personal trainer, it's because I didn't fucking value myself. No one taught me to value myself. And you don't need to it's so sad that we even need to reteach ourselves how to do this. It's just a natural way of being to massively value yourself. And then eventually everything that's not worth what you now deem yourself worthy of will fall away. So that's the beautiful work that you get to do. Oh, so schedule in that time. For, fucking call it worthiness time. Whatever you want. Hold on. Sorry. I had to close my door because my husband and my dogs were going to come in. So yeah, schedule in fucking worthy time, do nothing time, cut off time, me time, schedule it in. The second thing I want you to do, I want you to get so clear on what exactly needs to happen, whether you work for somebody else or you work for yourself. What are the most important things that need to get happen? Need to get happen. Wow. That need to happen. Get done right? Because you can just start your day and you can go and go and go. And then you could go and talk to this patient and then you can go and talk to this lead and then you can go and create a story here on content and then you can go and do this and then maybe you'll get some of that work done. That's a mosh posh of hosh posh of fucking unintentional shit that you're wasting your energy with. You want to be in flow state. You can't be wasting your fucking energy. 
end of story. It's not just time. It's just you cannot be wasting your energy. Your energy gets to be really fucking intentional. And I feel like when we talk about flow, we don't really think about that intentionality and that wasted energy, but it's really important because all of your energy gets to be put into things that actually need to get done. And then that also includes taking care of yourself, right? And some days it's going to be more than others. Some days you might go into work and you might be like, okay, these absolutely need to get done. Do those things. And I don't care if you have to fake being fucking busy. I don't care if you have to lie about it. I don't care if you have to quit your job. I don't care if you have to I don't know, use timers on your phone, whatever you need to do, make sure that only the things that need to get done, get done. Stop approaching your week and your days like a fucking free-for-all. Being in flow is not a free-for-all. That's being way too heavy on your feminine energy where shit's not going to get done, you're not going to be intentional, and things probably aren't going to work. I've worked with a lot of spiritual clients who really lack that masculine um you know, form that masculine energy within. They haven't fully integrated their masculine in a healthy way. And so they fall onto the side of like, I'm just free falling. I'm just doing whatever. I have no plan. I'm just doing what feels good. Sure, you can do that, but it has to be intentional. It's like going to the gym and the difference between like starting your work. I have like two minutes that I can keep recording. So we're going to finish that. We're going to finish off with this, but it's like going to the gym and doing a bicep curl to start your workout with, then going on the Stairmaster for five minutes and doing sprints and then going to do some deadlifts and then maybe doing, I don't know, sit-ups and then leaving. Like if that feels good, there's something wrong. You know what I mean? Like that's literally not going to do anything. That's the worst programming I've ever fucking heard of. (laughs) Not to shit on anybody, but it's true. It's like you're going to go to the gym. Maybe you have a total body day. You have a general understanding of what you're going to get done so that it's effective, even if it's not your most well-programmed workout. I don't program anything in my workouts, honestly. At this point, it's been 14 years. I know what I need to do, (laughs) and I do what feels good, and then I push myself, and then I have a certain sequence of workouts that I do that make fucking sense, right, based off of my goals that day or a week or whatever, you know, so it's not like you're just going to go and free fall and that's how you're going to be flowy, but you have to be intentional, okay? You have to be intentional. Same way you're intentional with what you eat, same way that you're intentional with, you know, your relationships, you, how you get to work. You're not just going to take whatever way to get to work. You're going to take the quickest way to get there, you know? So be intentional with your actions. I like to schedule three things that need to be done every single day in my business and I make sure I get those things done. And once I get those things done, I fucking sign off. That being said, I hope that this deeply fucking served you. Come on over into Life on Fire if you are ready and ask me any questions. If this served you, let me know. DM me, leave a review, all the beautiful things. I love you. Have an epic... (laughs) 